Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Chit Chat Corner. Hello, Gene. Yes, was an amazing show, last edition. Hello, D. How's D doing? Gary, hello, Gary. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying their Friday evening, getting ready to go into the weekend. And Roger, how's Roger doing? Are you ready for Halloween? <laughs> Are you, Cat? We don't really get into it much over here. Why kids not? Do. What? Some get into it, some don't. Um, really? You know, some celebrate the end of the season and the beginning of the new season. But all the kids love Halloween. Yeah. I've got my gate protected because they scared the living daylights out of me last year. <laughs> so I thought payback this year. So I'm ready to scare the scare the kidlets this year. <laughs> Welcome everybody and Anthony Lewis. Hello there. Nice to have you there, Mr. Lewis. Welcome to the thing. So yeah. So nice to have you there. And Jim Camera at Dawn. Hello there. So what's our topic tonight there, dear? Well, I don't have a We've got our chit-chat, but I've got something that's been rattling my brain, as you know, I often have, to do with the photographs of the footies and the sassies and the yowies um, and how much trouble people have getting the photos. Right. So I, I saw this show and um, they had a very similar photo to yours, close-up, um, very, very similar to yours. And luckily the husband of the wife was a expert in optics optical that was his forte so she came back from the woods and she said something weird happened and everything kind of went all fuzzy and um so the man asked can he have a look at the camera because he saw this photo and she says what's this photo and he says oh can i have a look so he grabs the camera now I'm, we're going to need our brains on this one or because mine don't cover it um this man said that did did you he's speaking to his wife did you change the resolution on the camera apparently you have a small medium large anyway the lady said no no she didn't touch it so he said oh that's really strange because the resolution doesn't match any of the settings so my brain's going okay so what upsets the resident the um not the residents i keep getting it mixed up resolution resolution yeah so what upsets the resolution so then i'm thinking if you've got a sensor on the camera and and i was going back to your photo how you had five seconds five seconds ten seconds and now i'm thinking well ten seconds how long before the like what is the shutter speed like how many shots can it take per second kind of thing when does the sensor does the sensor go off and like did did the did the footy get a, a warning or um how can we reverse it so the resolution can match the disturbance of the vibration that mucks up the resolution. So do we, is it the sensor, if we time the sensor, 
with the resolution. And the other thing is uh, with resolutions, is there only three set resolutions or can you go in there and set any resolution you like? So the trail cameras uh, take them in milliseconds, right? Shutter speed. Yeah. Uh, and they're usually in tenths, one hundredths. So mm -hmm. uh, you have optical and you have digital zoom, right? And so uh, optical is where it is using lenses. Digital yeah. is using processors. Okay. Right. So I go in and change the megapixels, the resolutions per stills and per video. I can up the megapixels or lessen, decrease, okay. yeah, store more memory. But it doesn't take a lot of memory on an SD card, like a uh, 64 gig, uh, high shutter, high writable profile sd card i think on one of my cameras i get over thirty thousand still pictures so the camera will take more pictures than the battery life on the camera some of the batteries can hold up a camera four or five six months depends on how many pictures it takes or how many vid videos it can it will take before the batteries are run dry yeah so then, not only that, then you got motion, right? So that's why it takes the stills plus the video at the same time. Yeah. So that way, if it's moving and it takes a picture while it moves, then you still got the video to capture it. Because, like, you know how your photos, like, you're looking at a macro, but you can't focus the macro? So then if we're, we see that, that as like we say I'm a flea and, and I'm looking at that as a macro, then how do we, hey, Brian, how do we reverse it? Because the, my understanding is they can wipe out the battery life because of the, like the vibration that hits the sensor, but we don't really know how long they're vibrating that sensor for. Does that make sense or not? Yes, and they also allegedly have a high EMF field, electromagnetic field. Yeah. And that's why it disrupts the electronics in the cameras. Yeah. And also disrupts so, the electronics in the field, like the GPSs. Yeah where it would not work when I went out there to retrieve the cameras. If they're around the area, the compass and the coordinates wouldn't work. So that is the theory on that. So. Uh, can, can resonance. Resolution. Re sorry, sorry, I keep doing that. Can resolution match, like can you reverse it so that you can match resolution with hurts no because the it's the processor in the camera right the camera's not picking up frequencies the but, frequencies is like a radio wave right yeah so, so the frequency is going to disrupt the electronics in the camera yeah yeah so is there a way to figure out 
yes, Brian, everything went worked perfectly when I went back. Everything was fine. No issues. Okay. It's it's got me rattled this because of the the vibration and the resolution. If we could balance out those two, then the vision of the macro would become clear. Yeah, but you don't know. You cannot take an electronic device and harmonize it with frequencies because yeah. everything's run off of processors and electronics, right? Not vibrations or frequencies. So that's but, that's the problem. How does the sensor pick up, though? The sensor picks up on infrared or IR, right? Motion. But motion is vibration. Isn't it? So, um, I see, I see what you're trying to say, but I, I, I can't explain it, but yeah, but it, it's not going to work. Right. So like when I used to run radar, right. I would shoot out a frequency X band, K a band, super wide K a whatnot laser. And it would hit an object and bounce off, and it would tell me how fast that object was was traveling. And also in my vehicle, it would hit the ground and re re bounce off and retract and tell me how fast I was moving too. So it would give me two speeds: the object moving away from me and the distance I was traveling. Yeah. So it gave me two measurements. Because like you've got, you know how you had five seconds, five seconds, and the 10 seconds? Yes. May, you know, maybe he was just leaning to turn the camera off and you just got him just at that 10-second flick. Like, can you max, Can you match pixels? Can you ch no. change the You can't change the no. pixels. No. So it's like taking a tuning fork, right, and banging it. And touching a bowl of water and then that water would ripple right because yep. of vibrations yeah then taking a picture of that water ripple it would be distorted yeah that's what that picture came out and that's what a lot of people get in the field that's why i call them blob squatches because somehow their equipment malfunctions that's why the patterson gimlet film is on the old camera is why it's allegedly so crystal clear because it's on the crank up film. It's on, you know, actual film, not a digital camera. Because yeah. the digital camera is processors. It's not a focal lens. Yeah, yeah. Lenses. So you can't yeah, so you can't change all the apertures and everything and the light and right. Now it can on the digital, but it's all about processors. It's all digitally. That's why it's called a digital camera. It's a computer doing it. Yeah. So, so that means you can change the programming then to yes. adjust the pixels, etc., and change the database. But so let's say I took a picture right now on my phone and I wanted to blow up that picture on the back wall behind your head. Now, when I blow that up, it's going to be pixelated, right? Because it's a digital picture, digital yeah. picture, pixelated. 
Now, yeah. if I took a 35 millimeter picture and took a picture of that, I can take the negative and blow that negative up. It's not going to be pixelated because yeah. that's a focal with lenses. Yeah. That's why the spy cameras and the spy planes back in the old days had that big, long film in the, the plane wings. And they would have those big magnifying glasses, which they would look down and they would look at those negatives and blow things get those little bit and just like microfish yeah remember those little bit newspaper articles that you could barely even see but they're yeah. magnifying glass is like what yeah right so it's got my brain going but the, also another theory is the batteries nightclad alkaline and rechargeables and different brands that allegedly they either can sense it smell it or pick up on those as well so that's another and, thing so there's yeah and like because um of the speed like we don't we don't know how fast they are and if, if you could adjust the speed to match their speed because I keep going back to your 10 seconds um, and how blurry and, cl and close up it is. And the other photo I've seen is almost identical to yours, almost identical. Um, and they were saying that um, without knowing they're there, like if you can't see them, then the batteries will run flat, you know, because we don't know that they're setting off the sensors and that all the time. And they reckon that that's why the batteries kept going flat. That's just that we couldn't see them. But then if you could adjust the speed to match the pixels and what sets off the sensor, I don't know. My brain splattered from that point on. Yeah, exactly, Brian. Because that way you could adjust all the timing and the aperture and everything to try and match their speed and their their macro if we're looking at them as a flea to a and we're like it's blurry in that i don't know my brain got splattered from that point on but that's like okay so a lot of the the trail cameras right are meant to take pictures of wildlife so if i drive a car in front of a trail camera it probably is going to take a blurry picture because of it's, it's a fast moving object. Yeah. Like if a bird flew by, right? Yeah. So it's it's not like if a deer walked by, it's gonna be a good picture. So if that object or animal or creature, whatever I captured, was walking around that camera and it took a picture and it turned as it took a picture, that's why it was blurry. Also, if it interferes with electronics that is why it is also blurry if it stood still and it does emanate electronic or emf fields or electromagnetic fields off of it or energy off of it then it will distort the view of the camera lens as well yeah if it yeah. was standing there that's why it was fuzzy yeah so yes I'm stuck from here on in. 
So, but I've seen trail cameras before with alleged creatures that were like good shots, but they don't want to release them because they don't want to have people come on their property or they think they got the million dollar shot and they want a lot of money for them and nobody wants to pay for them because everybody thinks it's a hoax. So there's always a, and and they don't want to share them either. Yeah. I mean, they'll say Grizzly, you can look at them, but you can't share them. And I've seen them. I'm like, man, this is great. You know what? Can I show it? No. So. Yeah. So the sub, sorry. Go ahead. So the subject was in motion. Yep. And that's why it was fuzzy. Yep. And the background's in focus. So what, what, so we'll put it to you this way. So have you ever watched a movie? And you got that romantic couple sitting at the table and the camera zooms in on that couple and they're in focus, but everything around them is out of focus, right? Yeah. Because our eyes is like a camera lens. We can only focus on one object at a time. So if we focus on the background, that will be in clear focus and everything up front will be blurry. See, that's how a camera lens works. So, you know those binoculars that have got cameras built into them? Yes. Has anyone tried those? I suppose you can't set them off because there's no sensor attached. I haven't, no. Now, the night vision uh, equipment that I use, it takes a second to focus them because you're trying to focus it on uh, distance at night. It takes it a second. Yeah. Because it's trying to fixate on an object, just like yeah. a digital camera does. Just like the uh, pictures on the old cell phones used to take a second. That's why the box would come up around the face to detect the face. Because that's the digital processor trying to pick up a face. So like, oh, here's a face. We're going to focus on that face and not over here next to the face or behind the face. So, yes. So... How long does it take for the camera to, you know, Less do than a blink of an eye. So if, if when your mate was there, then it only had a couple of seconds to, if, if he's mucking up, oh, sorry, something just cottoned on there. If, um, so it actually hung around for 15 seconds around that camera. Yeah, so that gave the camera time, almost time enough to make it a clear shot. Can you extend the time that it takes I, to... I did on the on the other cameras. I went up to four pictures. Then I went from 10 seconds to 20 seconds. Then on some of them, I went to 20 seconds, up to 40 seconds, up to a minute on video. Oh, this okay. way, and now on this set of cameras I'm putting out, I'm putting more than one camera on a tree. So this way, if something walks around the tree, I got better angles and I'm, I'm going to saturate an area. Yeah. So this way I'm going to have more of the area covered. So whatever comes in and out, I got a better chance of capturing it instead because whatever came in knew the blind spot that I did not have covered. Yeah. If I would have had that one camera move this way, just that much, I would have had that ca- camera on camera. But yeah. I had it to where you had anything walked in, I would have caught you. 
So, but it, it came in behind the camera and a certain angle, which blew my mind, which I didn't understand. So it, it, it basically, it, it, it was like, ha ha, I know where you got this. I'm going to check it out and you're not going to get me. Yeah. If it was a human being, there was no way that that human would have went directly in that path because even the person that went with me, when we hung the cameras, we turned around and looked. We were like, where'd you put them? I'm like, hell, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I got this because we couldn't even look down the trees and see where we hung them. Yeah. Because they were so well camouflaged. Are and there many? Sorry. Go ahead. Are there any at the base of the tree in case they, like, because if they come Now, up... that is something we're going to explore down the line, uh, is something we're going to look at. So, Cause when... but the thing, though, is, is that, you know, being a turkey hunter and a deer hunter, uh, when you go to hunt, you cannot put up a deer blind or a deer blind, turkey blind or a deer stand and expect to go hunt the next day. You got to put it out weeks in advance because the animals have to get used to seeing it there because they get spooked. Yeah. Just like if I came in there and put a camera in the middle of your living room, right? You're going to be like, what the heck is this? Yeah. So, yeah, right, right. So, because like when I found that, you know, my mate took some photos and that, and I found a footy and a doggy and that on the photos. But when I found it, it was underground. It looked like it was coming up from the bottom up because all the grass and everything was over the top of the the thing. Um, and when, when I saw your photo, the instinct I got straight off was coming from up, from down up. And that kind of made me think, well, maybe that's why you had enough time, you know, with the resolutions and that to catch it. You, you know what I mean? Like, and if you got frames per second, how many shots per second you can take, you can change that too, can't you? Mm, yes, you can, but not, you can, how many pictures it takes not the rate of speed it takes. Oh, okay. Because the speed I think is the trick to all of this, that because they're so fast, or I think they are, you know, and because they flick between, you know, the different dimensions, dimensions and that. Supposedly, right. Yeah. Then the speed that they flick. And and if if we if say we're a flea and we see them as macro, like the vision we see is like similar to macro. Um, I don't know. I lost it. So I, I see what you're trying to say, but it's not going to work because these are fixed lenses. Yeah. These are not adjustable lenses. These don't, you know, when something goes by, these are fixed lenses. Yeah. So... Uh, so when I say fixed lenses, I'm talking about, uh, you can't turn the aperture or you can't, you can only preset. 
So you can't change anything at that moment in time. Is that what you mean? So when I say fixed, I mean, you, I cannot adjust the focal length of any of this. So when it takes a picture, this is what it's going to take, just like yeah. this. So it's going to take the same picture at this distance. Everything's going to be in in focus. Yeah, I cannot I cannot focus on this tree any any crisper or get any more clear or focus in on this tree. You can't zoom. No. One shot. And after after you've got this one shot, you can't zoom in onto the soil or no, no, I can zoom in, see how it starts to pixelate. Yes, it's that's not digital. Clear. Yeah. Right. Now I now I'm zooming in with my fingers on because I got a touch screen. This 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 is why it's digital. See how it pixelates? Yeah. That's the digital processor. Now, if this was an optical zoom, it wouldn't do that. But those are the old-fashioned cameras. Yeah. This is all electronics. It's so, weird. Like the photo that was taken that I zoomed in on was just from a phone. And right. I was able to zoom in and find the little baby at the bottom there. So that, this is almost identical to this other photo, the the next one that you've got, where it's like you can see eyelashes. <coughs> so, and this is what Brian was saying. See how this tree's in focus? Yeah. This is in motion. Yeah. So this the speed... was moving. When it took a picture, this was moving, turning. Yeah, but, and. So the speed. So what was the camera doing right then? Was it going chunk, 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 taking lots of photos or it just went only chunk. One? when it went chunk, it moved. Oh, okay. Now, if this was back from the camera, you would have a clear picture. Yeah. I think he was going to try and turn it off. I don't know. Cheeky buggers they are. <laughs> so I, I don't know. And the color. So strange, isn't it? Reckon. It's been driving my head nuts for a week, this, because of the resonance and the speed and the vibration and the science that I don't know how... If it's vibratory, then there should be a science that can match the speed with the resolution. Well, that's why pixels. on cameras, on digital cameras, that's why you have action mode, fast mode, slow mode. Hello, Judy. Welcome to the show. That's why you have the different action modes on your digital cameras. That way it can speed it up or slow it down. Yeah. So, yes. And then what about telescopics like, you know, they use for moonshots and things like that? They, I suppose yeah, that's the same thing. You, you still no have sensor. digital zoom. Yes. It's still digital zoom. Yeah. Still digital camera. Yes. Yeah. It's racking my brains, this. So... 
But yeah, so that's that's how it works. So that's why I'm using trying to use more than one camera on a tree. That way I can try to get whatever is walking around. If it's coming up from a different angle, I can get it as it's coming up. Right. Yeah. So this way, instead of having that one tree here, let me go back to that. Let me go back to that camera. Let me let me show you what I'm saying here. Share screen. Did I already close it out or did I leave it up? I already closed it out. Let me bring let me let me show you what I'm talking about here. Give you an idea here. Now let me share my screen again. So for an example, this is this is my theory. So all right, see this tree I'm pointing at right here? Yeah. All right. So let's say I'm gonna put a camera here. And I'm yep. gonna put a camera here. So yep. one at 12 o'clock and one at three o'clock, right? Now, on this tree, I'm going to put one at 9 o'clock and one at 3 o'clock. So that way, I got this tree covered, right? Got this tree covered. And then I also got this area covered, but I got this other area covered on this side as well. Then I'm going to cover this area with other cameras. So I'm going to... I'm going to have this all area covered like in an L shape. Yep. So in some trees, I may put a camera here. I may put a camera here. I may put a camera here. I may put three on a tree. Yep. This way I got three different angles. If, if, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. My brain's going. If, Yes, when, like when a 360 I, suite standing stone. Yeah, right. yeah, I understand. If when I when I found the little one in this zoom in on the camera on that was just a phone camera, I had to zoom to the very farthest zoom that you could possibly do to pick up this little fella. So it was macro, 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 macro. Like, but if my my theory is when they get through the dimension and come up to ours um, or theirs or whatever, then their form becomes larger the longer they're out from underneath. This is just a wild theory, only because when I found this little fella right at the bottom of the tree, it was the most farthest zoom you could possibly do to find him. And then when I found the other big ones, they like they were further away but in large form so they weren't macro anymore it was like they'd gone from a macro to a you know big one yeah standing stones wanted to see that black shadow on the mist that peter was talking about see it on the left there yeah how it blocked out all the trees and the mist see the yeah. mist and how all the trees all gone yeah. Right there's the mist. So he's traveling past. Whatever it is, yeah. So that's and one, two, three, four pictures. So he's mucked up the resolution. Yes, whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's speed. 
So this went ka-chunk, 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 yes. So, yeah. It's, it's got me beat, but I'm not going to give up on this one. <laughs> you know, like if we get clear photos and that, but, I mean, you know, for ourselves. Yeah, it looks like form. Yeah, I know. I thought about Ryan some peanut butter, uh, you know, uh, excellent source and straight up guy. I didn't like the cream. I know. I, uh, I thought about that. <laughs> so uh, it looks like a face to me. I know, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah. But uh, it was amazing that Peter called that out on the show because nobody knew about those photographs. Nobody. I didn't tell nobody I had them. What about the foggy ones? Yes, nobody. And uh, Peter's like, oh, yeah, you got a spirit Indian or, or a spirit of an Indian. And I was like, oh. I was like, what? <laughs> mm -hmm. But that makes sense. Ryan says looks like dark eyes and nose. I mean, it does make sense because the woods are old. It used to be, you know, old farmland and all that stuff around here. Yeah, and all the historical information about cloaking and stuff like that, you know, with the, the Indians and the, it all makes a lot of sense. But so that's my plan with the cameras is is, is to try to saturate. And I, we have many ideas that people has given me, right? So uh, the only thing is, is that hunting seasons is in. Modern uh, firearms getting ready to play a part. So that's going to stir up the creatures. Now, there's no hunting. Now, I'm not going to say nobody's going to sneak on the land and hunt. But if they are, I'm going to catch it. Yeah. Because I've got locks that I'm putting on these cameras just because of hunting season now. So you can't cut them or you cannot remove the cameras. Yeah. So... And the footies won't be around with the hunters. No, but if this is an area where people don't hunt or visit, will this be a safe haven? Or yeah. do they migrate or do they go to another part of the area of the state? Oh, I don't know. See, I, I, don't, I don't have the answers for that. No. So, but my question is, since there's a lack of wildlife in this area, is this a safe haven for them? Is this their home? So do I have a better chance of putting more cameras out to either make them mad to where they're going to show up and maybe one trip and be noticed? Or am I going to scare them all away and they're going to move to a different area? Hang on, I'll see if I can ask. So what's your main question? Will they stay around or? Yeah, will they stay around and get caught on one of the cameras? Okay. Yeah, they'll stay around with all the cameras, it says. Huge. So they don't they don't seem to be upset. I'll see if it's a safe haven where you are. Huge. They feel safe in your area is what I'm getting. Massive. Massive. 
See, Brian says uh, the group I have go on their private property where you can hunt. So. Do Brian's go away when the hunting's on? D says I'm going to get something. So, yeah, yeah but uh, a lot of people say that they go in hiding uh, when they go. Uh, somehow they know hunters don't go on that side of the road. So, see? Okay. Yeah. So, so they do know. Yeah. So, well, they're a lot faster than the hunters. But this is uh, a lot of times too. This is where the non-believers become believers, yeah. because they're actually hunting and they're like grizzly. You ain't gonna believe what I saw. I'm like, you saw Bigfoot. They're like, how do you know? I'm like, because you're hunting. Tell by their eyes, <laughs> blacked out, traumatized pupils. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is where people either really get messed up in their lives because they they don't really rationalize that these creatures really do exist. And it, yeah. it messes up their critical thinking and in, in their mind. Yeah. And they just they can't fathom what they just saw. And also, like, I, there's no way I could have found those little ones in the photos and things like that. But because I... I'm not normal. Um, like when I go fossicking and that, for sapphires, say, like I'll do my, I'll look for my vags, you know, that type of way. But if I can't be bothered, I'll just spec on top. And a lot of the people that own the land, they don't like that because you can find some beauties just sitting on top without any work, you know, and you don't have to pay for it. Um, but once I get my eye in, which is the same as those photos, as soon as I got my eye in and found, oh, okay, this is what I'm looking at. For all the other photos after that, what now that I've got my eye in, I can spot them, you know, the same right. as the sapphires. It, it was a like you say with a person's reality and what they see and what they're used to and their perception and, you know, all the head talk and everything. But same with the sapphiring, as soon as you get your eye in, okay now i know what i'm looking for you know or this is what i'm seeing right in front of me is this is exactly what i'm you know like so it's a visionary which would be similar to the hertz as well like if i could zone into the right hertz so what i do is is when i drop uh, a nut or a bolt on the gravel uh when i used to work on the cars and i would pick up another one and drop it and and everybody like what are you doing grizzly i'm like look exactly see what that looks like that's what we're looking for they're yeah. like damn why did i think of that because yeah. you you don't know what you to fix your eye on yeah you're you, just looking right yeah yeah exactly and you so once you refocus then you can see like you know what you're looking for your your mind knows exactly what to look yeah. for yeah yeah, and the different shadows and the different shapes and the colors and the mist and but I'm now finding that little fella right at the base of that tree. The only reason I found him at the base of that tree was because yeah, um because when I go fossicking for certain stones, I'll go to certain trees. And the best ones you find are under the base of the root system because the root system spreads out and leaves a hole underneath a hole underneath um and then when i spotted that little fella 
that was the reason I found him because I'm thinking, okay, I'll do my, my fossicking mentality um, looking for footprints because I'm thinking, well, the trees are all snapped off here, you know, maybe there are footprints. So I go down to the bottom of the, the tree trunk and lo and behold, this little fella's sitting there under the grass right there. And I thought, okay, now I know what I'm looking at. And because of the different environments, they have different looks, you know, they appear to, you know, like natural selection. You you fit into your environment kind of thing. Right. And so now I'm, I, when I'm trying to get my eye in on these photos, depending on the area, like if it's a water area, I'm not going to be looking for the same, you know, shapes and fur and eyes and length. I've, I've got to totally change my head to be looking for a totally different perception you know right so brian asked and we're going to use more gorilla tape brian i don't know if you caught this on my show earlier or one of the shows what really perplexed me brian is that how can the tape between all the trees that i wrapped in front of the cameras that i show me on cameras wrapping disappear without any pictures being taken you either had to cut it off the tree and unwrap it by hand and remove it and then the 50 or 60 yards of tape throughout the woods how did that all because if the wind would have blew it the wind would have caught it around the base of the trees if a squirrel or rabbit would have got it it would have got caught around the base of the trees or the brush or something all that disappeared without any footage video or pictures so flex seal that's funny heat could the heat of the speed have just zapped it so if say like a deer would have ran into it right it would have stretched then it would have snapped and then i would have had it been stretch tape you know how you stretch scotch tape and it snaps yeah. i would yeah. have had hair and tape broken nothing. tape absolutely nothing but i had no tape and where it was wrapped around the tree it was gone and it didn't make any sense so it's like hocus pocus but if their their hertz is vibrating at you know a super high or a super low rate say it's high then wouldn't there be heat attached to it so that it could just disappear well the problem is what about around the tree where it was wrapped nothing no not, no bits not, of bark, not nothing nothing that's so maybe the heat or the speed that they travel just yeah but it would have left trace amounts though it would, have trace, it would have left trace evidence like like it like a candle if you would light an end, uh, end of a candle the end of the candle would melt and it would drip wax yeah. same thing with the tape the heat would leave residue you would think so some form of evidence like something but then if they're macro and we're fleas then maybe we just can't see the see it you know well that's the problem standing stones 
there I had pictures, but nothing. The pictures was like the leaves of the tree moving, right? But nothing physically removing the tape. No animals running into the tape. No still photos of anything running into tape. No videos of anything taking the tape. Or it it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up that the electronics did not work. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Scientifically, it does not make sense. No. Has anyone come across a yaoi with uh, their dog beside them, and the dog was calm like the yaoi? Uh, Karen, I've heard uh, certain cases where dogs would go play with them and come back. Yes, and uh, I heard some dogs would chase them and unfortunately not come back unfortunately and they disappear so uh yeah roger the gremlins got the tape i i don't know that that perplexed me because uh i was trying to find in my fingerprint kit i know this is going to sound funny my luminol and i also have uh some other stuff it's for i can't think of the name not luminol um Oh, what's it called? You spray it and it's invisible and I can take a black light to it. So if anything touches it, I can see what touches it. It's it's trace evidence. So let's say uh, I think cat is getting into my personal backpack. So I can spray the contents in my backpack and I can walk up to Cat, right, and hit her with a black light, and she'll be fluorescent. I'll be like, Cat, yeah. you're busted. Yeah. So uh, check the ley lines. Yeah, that is. That, that's a good question. Yeah, Karen, I, I, the, I've I heard that a lot. Uh, people say that the dogs and animals play with them. Uh, I hear that quite a few times with interviewing people on shows. It's, 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 it's just amazing. And some of the photos, when you find the the footies or the yowies or whatever, I've found that there's a dogie sitting not far away. Yeah. So it's like they're friends. And I think the doggies, in my opinion, um, are guards and they're scouts and they're the major communicators for the gang. Um, and it would make sense the doggies scaring other people away, you know, to protect them. So I, it's it's very fascinating, right? I mean, it's and and you really can't dismiss it because it it's not like you hear one or two stories. You you're hearing plethora of encounters like this. Yeah, and it's not just from Tennessee or Georgia. It's it's across the United States. Yeah. It's across you, other countries. Yeah, you know, it it's it's not in one geographic location. Yeah. Aluminol. Yes. Thank you. And it makes sense. Like we have pets, you know, that protect us. Yes. The only thing that I know is, is that uh, the ones that I know that does not come back are the aggressive ones. Yeah. But they're probably the ones that are friends with the manipulated ones in my theory we've got some that are manipulated by man and some haven't been touched and i find the ones that go off are the man manipulated ones 
and the doggies that travel with them are the violent ones. That's just a theory. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I know of. It's so interesting. Over here at the moment, um, a lot of people are now beginning to speak, which is really good. Um, you know, there's less fear about speaking about it over here now. Hi, Penny. Which is good because now we're getting a lot more research and statistics are being added up and now we have better comparisons, you know, with you guys and it's really good. It's good that people are talking about it now. It is. In some yeah. ways it is. You know, well, it's not it's not a tainful subject like it used to be, you know, now yeah. and still in small towns, you know, you still get crucified for talking about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's like for my spinal implant, you know, I had to had a, the a psych evaluation, uh, to make sure that I was okay with the implant being permanent and the wires attached permanently and all that. And I was joking around. I was like, I believe in Bigfoot. And she's like, do what? And I was like, yeah, aliens too. And she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, oh, I better shut up. Yeah. And she's like, do you really believe in green men? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I was, yeah. like, I was like, I better stop. I was like, I don't want to flunk this test. Yeah, right. You know, because, uh, but, you know, there are people out there that has told me that they have opened up to their psychiatrist or their therapist and they're like, it's good to get it out and talk about it. And I'm like, wow, that's really awesome to know that. And they're okay with it. And they're like, they're are very accepting about it. Uh, for example, look at people with tattoos. That was a no, no back in the day to have tattoos yeah. uh, shown. And cause a lot of people wouldn't hire you if you had tattoos, uh, especially on the police department, you had you had to have them covered. Yeah, uh, and you had allowed. to have that uh, garment that looked like skin to cover them. Yeah, to yeah. cover cover your tattoos, yeah. or you had to wear long sleeves. Right? Uh, yes, I know, uh, Laura. I took care of them. Uh, so, and now it it's acceptable to have tattoos. Uh, your doctors have tattoos. Your therapists have tattoos. Uh, things have changed, right? Yeah. It's not as, you know, uh, your police yeah. have tattoos. Uh, it's not as uh, a sore subject. So, yeah. uh, truthy Ruthie, I rolled up on a dog man in the city outlet. Whoa, not me. That's one thing I do not want to ever roll up on is a dog man. Uh, bad enough, I caught that one series of pictures that looked like dog man hair. Uh, that one, was, yeah. Yeah, that's five and a half foot off the ground. We don't know what that is. So, you know, all the stray cats disappeared. Yes, uh, that is another common denominator that we hear as well. Uh, the yeah. stray animals uh, when we have these cryptids uh, in the area that they go missing. Uh, oh. Now, back in the 70s and 80s, it was the, should I say it? Certain restaurants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, your pets would go missing. 
Yeah. Uh, we actually had that here in Kentucky. And uh, they would serve them on the menu as certain fried rices and stuff. But uh, <laughs> do you yeah. have any more pictures? No, I don't. Uh, I, I got cameras out. I got more batteries uh, charging right now. I've got, and what's really sad prospecting is I just programmed a bunch of cameras. And next week, uh, the time's changing. It's going back an hour. So now oh. all my cameras is going to have an hour difference. So I'm thinking about reprogramming the ones I got tonight for an hour difference. But anyways, an hour is not going to make a difference off, right? So say like David's time, but, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but it's going to be an hour off. But uh, I've got more uh, cable locks that's uh, arriving today. And I got another set, two more coming in the morning. So I'm going to put uh, at least two to three cameras on a tree and saturate this area where we got these pictures that we don't know what they are. Uh, she just did a dowsing and said, we're going to get more D. I don't know if D's still in here, uh, but D said she thinks we're going to get something too. So yeah, my mind's been jumbled up too. And that's the thing is I got to leave these out here for at least 30 days uh, yeah. because I want whatever is out there to feel comfortable. But what's really strange, it only took three days to capture those those images yeah after i put them out only three days so and it was hard not to go back and check them after a week i wanted them sit out there so week two weeks 30 days i don't know so yeah I've okay your, these here i've got you'll get footage in the first week first week yeah so uh cats in the cradle on the oh cats in the kettle yep so and what you were saying about the psychiatrists and that, a friend of mine went to one last week and brought up the, you know, the fact that she'd been seeing them and stuff like that. The psychiatrist said, oh, wow, that's fantastic. And um, so they said, she said to the psychiatrist, you know, have, have you ever seen anything like it and that? This psychiatrist says, well, now that you say something like that, yes. So she's going back out to her property and is. Oh, wow. Know, yeah. So that's one that has accepted, you know, a different reality, which is so good to come from that field, you know, with critical thinking and all that, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, for, okay. For example, the crime show we just did, right? Uh, you know, working with people with abilities with law enforcement it's so hard because yeah. you have to establish credibility you have to establish uh a certain percentage of accuracy and all this other stuff just like your uh, uh confidential informant you know you have to establish that credibility and and everything before you actually be able to work for the department or law enforcement agency and yeah. it's not like you can go up, hey, your honor and the prosecutor cat told me this. Well, how does cat know this? Well, she uses her dowsing crystal. Do what? You want me to get you a warrant off that? <laughs> I don't think so. I know. I know. Right? So that's why it's so hard. And that's why they're called guests. That's why they're called special uh, whatever. They, you know, they, they call them different terms, you know, uh, when when they do help the department they never call them out by their names yeah uh, consultants 
consultants. Uh, I, I heard so many different names over the years. We never used them. Uh, yeah. We were too small. But now there are certain agencies that will uh, be like, hey, cat, call the Wayne 800 tip line and give us a tip. And, you know, now that somebody called in some information and then they're going to go check it out. And now that's different, right? Because somebody called the tip line or, or text a tip in or whatnot, that's different. So standing stones, Grizz, you have more patience than I do. It's hard, uh, especially <laughs> when it's right out your back door. You do want to go check it, right? Uh, so I put a trail camera and I don't, I don't go more than four days. I know it's hard, but I don't want to go out there and spook anything, especially if they know I'm out there because evidently yeah. they know. Yeah, they and know. And they are watching. So I try to get, I try to give them some patience because when, <laughs> you know, it, it's like a hound dog. When you go out there, I leave a scent and I leave a scent trail. So they know where I'm at. They know where I go, everything I touch, you know, yeah. uh, it's like a bloodhound. They can follow me through the woods. So it's my theory, but I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but. I think you're right. Does Standing see many on his property? Oh. I, I think he actually had an was it you standing stone actually had an encounter on the road or something that you I talked thought, about i thought i heard something like that yeah that's that's the only reasons why i do that right is is because i i try to not have a pattern uh so uh whatever part that i go into i don't go back into uh, that's why I, I'm going back into this one area I haven't been back into once we got the pictures. Uh, and go ahead. Sorry. If they have the matrix set up, you know, with their protection energies, then you'd be moving between matrixes. Could be. The do the trees like if you, if you're not going into the same area? If you go back to that same area that you had all the photographs and that on, was there much action with the trees afterwards or none at all? Oh, so, did you possible <laughs> dog man on the way to work. I thought it was him that he talked about that he yeah. So, but that that's the thing is that, uh, so I have the the sensitivity on these cameras turned up extremely high, the highest setting it will go. So sometimes uh, uh, leaves on a tree can set off the motion and it'll, it'll take pictures. So, and I got it set that way for distance because some of these cameras can reach out to 80 feet. So, but also that can hurt me because it will take video or pictures of nothing but how do i know if it's nothing if i don't closely look at each photograph yeah because exactly if yeah. their hair is translucent and they can blend in right yeah then i can just go click 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 and skip right over something it's cloaked if it does yeah. have the cloaking capability and not even pay attention to it so that's why you know that one video at night i kept recording I was like, what am I recording? And remember, I got touchscreen. So I remember how I showed you how I blew it up. And it was a little mouse at 25 yards running up, up, up and down a log. 
at 25, 27 yards, and it was recording that field mouse. And I was like, I'll be. That's a little, and I wanted to show everybody how far that mouse was from the camera. But my my hard drive got corrupted on that external hard drive because I wasn't, you know, kicking out my SD cards. So uh, with with um macro, if does that to get a macro shot clear, is it the speed dead slow or not? No, the macro is the 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 size of the lens right the the focal point yeah so if so if you're taking pictures of something very small right like flies so inside of a flower petals you know to get the pollen and stuff pollen on the bees you want a micro lens right you're taking something very small now if you had those lenses in a trail camera you won't see anything when you, when you take pictures. Everything will be blurry. My head's going. Because for you to take macro pictures, you're only going to be this far away. Yeah. So if the if when they come out of the ground and they're they're macro macro macro, say they come out of the ground and say they are macro, um, if if you had the camera purely set for macro you can't do that can you no and do multiple you, shots you can't adjust the focal point or the lenses uh, on the trail cams remember yeah. only on your camera that you take with digital cameras your phone settings and stuff like that not on trail cams trail cams are just take a a, a wide angle still picture wide angle yeah. right yeah yeah Something keeps pulling me back to this macro business. So, anyway, well, you you just want to tune in. So it so if if I had a dial, right, a programmed where I could clear up the clarity on that video, maybe that would help, you know. But I don't. But once again, it's digital. It's not yeah. like. Uh, actual lens video. Uh, it wasn't a raccoon or deer or Cody. No, it wasn't because uh, raccoon hair uh, and deer hair uh, was totally different character and structure and thickness. Uh, plus, you can tell if it was a raccoon uh, because if, and this is where the other footage I could have showed you examples of raccoons and squirrels uh the difference between the species and it's just wild and that's why i'm saying i I can't prove it so it's whatever y'all think if you want to call it a raccoon um but a deer uh i had so many pictures of deers uh does uh fawns uh turkeys birds squirrels it was uh it was pretty wild uh, fascinating. So, but I had a guy that reached out to me that I did not disclose, and uh, he he was screaming at me that uh, I, I get so many messages. 
don't know if I can find it. But he said that my one picture looked like a monster uh, out of uh, another. It was another state. Like, yeah, it's it was kind of like you're seeing. I don't mean to be gross, but a cadaver. You know, without you know when they've they've been gone a certain while. Right. And there's none of the other stuff left. Yeah, so the camera was five, five and a half foot. It, the camera, bottom of the camera came up to here on me. So, and that's what I was going to show on the other cameras is how I walked up to the cameras and it took pictures of me right here, uh, face to face with it. And then were, and they were crystal clear. And it would show me opening up the cameras because on the earlier show this afternoon, uh, it showed me, I showed you how to open up the cameras and slide the switch and turn them off and stuff. Uh, oh, I know it was a dog man. It was leaning on the fence, looking at her stray cat house. Whoa. I sucked out the smoke and it's surprising. It's staring, bobbing his head back and forth, trying to, oh no. Truthy, yeah. Ruthie, I'm good. I don't know where yeah, you good. live, but. Trying and the to catch one with the telephone box. Imagine going to a telephone box and seeing one of those things standing there. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. Uh, do you get questions about deer scat? Yeah, I do. Uh, the deer scat uh, is very unique looking. Uh, they look like pellets. Not like bunny pellets, but they're pellets looking. Uh, I don't have bear. Uh, I live in northern Kentucky or outside Louisville or Louisville, however you want to call it. So, because uh, that's one of the things a lot of people are asking me, is that, is that a bear? Is that a bear? No, we, we don't have bears, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Splash that dog. Brian, I would, yeah. That's... Mate, you'd need a fire. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm I'm not too keen on Dogman. Bigfoot it, uh, it scares me bad enough, uh, but Dogman that's that's a totally different other realm and reality in my book. Yep, same. That's why I have them in my head as friends. You know, they they protect our footies, and so I love them. You know, they they're scouts to protect them. So that's how I put that one out. But I would not like to. It was on some site, I think it was the USA map of dogman sightings, and Ohio had the most. Wow. Yeah, Ohio has a lot. Michigan has a lot. Uh, Ona, hello there. South Central Kentucky, we have a few bears. Yes, and South Central Kentucky, that is correct. Uh, that is correct, absolutely. I have people say that deer scat dis disintegrates quickly. Uh, I really don't know. I never timed it. I know what fresh looks like. I know what old looks like because I used to be a deer hunter. Uh, but uh, but weather, uh, yeah. did, I mean, weather takes it down to hardly nothing quick. I mean, it's it's not very huge. It's not like uh, German Shepherd uh, dung or anything like that. Look, I'm not trying ones. to be gross. No, look, that's I mean, not... I mean, they're basically like uh, oversized raisins. Yeah. That's what deer looks like. So it had a huge head and was standing up. Yeah, no, thank you, Truth. No. Uh, do you think uh, dog men are different than werewolf or old folklore? Standing stones, uh, 
you know, this has been a long, huge debate when it comes to dogman and werewolf. Uh, now, werewolf, the legends are that they can change back to a human. Dogman is never a human. So that is distinguishable between the differ. Now, I never walked up to one and said, have you ever been a human? And or can tell a difference between a, a human and a non-human. Uh, some say uh, they uh, you can tell by the joints that their legs are backwards. The like ostriches. I don't know if that's true or not. I never seen a dog, man. But different species are different ways. So I don't know. Uh, you know, look at Anubis, you know, from the Egyptian time. Right. So, you know. I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Dogman is uh, evil. I hate to say it. Uh, a lot of people think it's dynamic. So uh, I really don't know what they are, you know. So a lot of people have their own theories on that. Uh, Derek says, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Derek. Um, Dowsing says no relation to the werewolves. So it is different. Yeah, it's its own entity or whatever the word is. So they are different than dog man. Okay. That's what Dowsing says. Okay. So, yeah. So, it, it, yeah. So one can change and one cannot. So. Uh, Derek says, uh, Bainan, send out dog, dog man, <laughs> his hounds of hell. Yes. Uh, if old bear doesn't want to deal with them, tells me something. Yes, uh, exactly. that is true. Yep. I trust old bear. Uh, Truthy Ruthie and all 20 Ooh. of the stray cats. Yes. I think they are evil dog man. Uh, so, uh, I, yes, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. do. It's, that's just my take. You know, I mean, everybody's got their own different opinions. I listen to everybody's. Uh, Standing Stones, hey, Kat, a few sets ago during a show, you had a clear orb behind you. She has a lot of orbs. Huh. Thanks, And I, I didn't pay attention because I was thinking and clicking on comments and stuff. You need to go back and look at the video. My machine's yeah. not working either. It blew up. or didn't blow up, but it went off its nut about just five minutes before the show. Uh, thanks, Standing. But I want Kat to check out the last comment. Hey, Crystal. Welcome to the show, Crystal. Nice to have you. Wonder hey, where you was at earlier. Well, but, what uh, was, yeah. What was Standing's last comment that he wants me to check out? The orb. Oh. Oh, I'll have a look later. Yeah. Yeah, it lights you, you up. You always up have there. them. Yeah, it's cool. Like. I like it. It's nice to have friends. <laughs> so we'll so we'll try that with the cameras and, and try different things. Like I said, when I get off the show, I'm going to pop in some SD cards and uh, some batteries and some more. Oh, you're welcome, Crystal. And uh, program some more and uh, try to, I think it's supposed to rain this weekend here in Kentucky. But and see what we can catch, and hopefully we get lucky. So you're saying we are. D says we are. Some other people says we're going to get lucky. So hopefully we are. Do you want to? Oh, thanks. Well, I'll have to have a look. Do you want to know what card we got today for our show? Yes. 
Look. Bear. Yeah, we got the bear, which is introspection. Would you like me to read it? Please. Oh, okay, standing. I'll, I'll have to have a look because I, I just concentrate on each person. I look at their eyes and that. Okay, introspection. The strength of bear medicine is the power of introspection. It lies in the West on the great medicine wheel of life. Bear seeks honey or the sweetness of truth within the hollow of an old tree. In the winter, when the ice queen reigns and the face of death is upon the earth, bear enters the womb cave to hibernate, to digest the year's experience. It is said that our goals reside in the West also. To accomplish the goals and dreams that we carry, the art of introspection is necessary. To become like bear and enter the safety of the womb cave, we must, this relates, I keep thinking of the footies as well. To become like bear and enter the safety of the womb cave, we must attune ourselves to the energies of the eternal mother and receive nourishment from the placenta of the great void. The great void is a place where all solutions and answers live in harmony with the questions that fill our realities. If we choose to believe that there are many questions to life, we must also believe that the answers to these questions reside within us. Each and every being has the capacity to quiet the mind, enter the silence and know. Many tribes have called this space of inner knowing the dream lodge, where the death of the illusion of physical reality overlays the expansiveness of eternity. It is in this dream lodge that our ancestors sit in council and advise us regarding alternative pathways that lead to our goals. This is the power of the bear. The female receptive energy that for centuries has allowed visionaries, mystics and shamans to, to prophecy is contained in this very special bear energy. In India, the cave symbolizes the cave of Brahma. Brahma's cave is considered to be the pineal gland that sits in the center of the four lobes of the brain. In one, If one were to imagine an overview of the head, the top, it would be a circle, the south would be the forehead, the north, the back of the skull, the west would be the right brain and the east, the left brain. Bear is in the west, the intuitive side, the right brain. To hibernate, bear travels to the cave, which is the centre of the four lobes where the pineal gland resides. In the cave, bear seeks answers while he or she is dreaming or hibernating. Bear is then reborn in the spring like the opening of spring flowers. For eons, all seekers of the dream time and of visions have walked the path of silence, calming the internal chatter, reaching the place of rites of passage, the channel or the pineal gland. From the cave of bear, you find the pathway to the dream lodge and the other levels of imagination or consciousness. In choosing bear, the power of knowing has invited you to enter the silence and become acquainted with the dream lodge so that your goals may become concrete realities. Interesting. That's, yeah, coming into you're coming into winter. Yes, we sure are, and we're supposed to have snow flurries next week. I wouldn't be surprised with this weather that's going on. We've just had a massive um, Schumann resonance go off. Then we've had the lunar eclipse, and we got the full moon tonight here. <laughs> wow <laughs> exactly it's taking a lot to, it's so hard to ground because everything's 
Right. Yeah. It really is. It really is. So hopefully it, we get some uh, good good things on the camera. So you think I we're going to get wait. something? Yep. I've got you getting it in the first week. Hang on. Yep. First week straight off. I see. If, I'll check out the second. Hang on. I'll go days. Not the first day. Not the second, not the third. Seventh, on the seventh day. Really? There we go. Sorry, I missed that. That Derek's gone through a lot, Derek. Well, prayers go out to you and the prayers for the people and the hurricane. So, that's for sure. A lot of people going through some trying times right now, so our hearts and prayers go out to them. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Hard times. Yeah. We had a hailstorm come through yesterday morning. It looked like the whole place had been snowed upon. It was wild. Like the weather is really dramatic at the moment. Hey, Melinda Williams. Good job tonight, everybody on the show. That was fantastic. Yes, it was. It was awesome. So. I hope they find that um, competition shooter. <laughs> well, evidently they got a lot more on that case than what they're leading on to. That's for sure. So. Yeah, it's a complicated one. But someone uh, will slip up. Yeah, very interesting. It was, yeah. Very interesting. Any of so. you guys up to any mischief for Halloween? I don't know what everybody's doing. Uh I I thought I thought we was having the day off. I have to check with one more host. So, but, uh, yeah, I thought that, uh, Derek, first time dealing with this, so I've been doing research and steps to help Mr. Rain turn in his power of attorney. And I'm sorry to hear that, Mr. Galloway. Yeah. Hopefully everything goes well. Mr. Sorry. Brian, we're saying goodnight as well. Working overtime tomorrow. Great shows. Thank you, sir. Night, night, Brian. So, but, uh, we'll keep everybody updated on the cameras, but, Main thing is, is get them out there, get them all strapped to the trees and locked and secure so they don't get mad and eat them. So and now if they do get eaten, just let me get pictures and videos of them. <laughs> so, Are there any at the bases of the trees, Grizzy? Not Has anyone yet. done that? Yes, as people have recommended that. So I, I've got stages. So okay. this is this is plan B when I'm doing. Then we got C, D, E. I got all the way up to G plan in stages. Yep. So I'm excited. Different theories to try different things, right? So uh, I don't want to do everything at once. I'm yeah. trying to do them in different stages. C. Yep. So yes, I got different plans. So uh, you have hypotheses. Excellent. Yes, I do. And procedures. So. Excellent. And recordings. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Evidence. 
That is correct. But from coast to coast around the world, everybody, good night. We'll catch you on the next show. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Take care.